Hello, and good afternoon. My name is Stetson. And Dalton. And we are here with Explain It To Me at Studio 26. It is a very chilly Monday morning. Not a good way to start the work week off, but needless to say, we are still going. And today we are going to talk about dicamba and pretty much the effects of egg and non-egg related so we're going to get Dalton here, and what is it, Dalton? What is dicamba? Well, dicamba is a herbicide used to control pre-emergence and post-emergence weeds in uh, a variety of crops, including soybeans. That's kind of our main focus today. Um, does a great job killing weeds. I'm sure you guys have heard about dicamba in the news lately. There's been a lot of discussion on it, whether it's good or bad. Um, some some side with it, some are against it. But the one thing people don't talk about is the fact of what does it have on the human health. If this chemical is going to pick up and drift miles, and you have a bunch of farmers out working, and not even that, people in the city that are outside on a weekend afternoon maybe, what is that drifting going to do if it hits those farmers outside in the field working or if it goes into the city and let's say there's a park nearby? If this chemical can drift and damage beans, what is it going to do to the human health? That's a good point, Stetson. Yeah, just look at the plants themselves and the damage that occurs. It just makes you wonder, yikes, Like, am I breathing this in and what is it doing to me right now? And yeah, a lot of states now are implementing regulations on dicamba, um, when to spray, whether to spray or not. Some states want to ban it altogether. And the fact that it volatizes like it does or picks up and moves for miles and settles down in another spot is scary to think about when you live in town or you're working with the product itself. Okay, let's paint a picture right now. Say... Mom's in town at the park with little Timmy. He's sliding down the slide on the swing set, you know, just having a, a jolly old time eating his ice cream. And all the meanwhile, there's this, this chemical in the air, and they don't even know it. And it could be harming their bodies, and little do they know that there's this nasty chemical that moved from miles away into their town at the park. What would she think about that? So my brother and I are not sitting here saying, oh, you know, this is the bad chemical, this is horrible, you know, this and that. We're farmers, we use chemical every year. It is an asset that a farmer does need to have when he wants to fight weeds and get better uh, bushels. But you have to draw a line when a chemical comes out, and if it's doing what it's doing, and like we've talked about before, what is it doing to the human body? What is it doing to livestock? What is it doing to cattle out in the pasture that are eating all summer? Or what is it doing to uh, hog confinements or feedlots where the cattle can't go anywhere? You know, th this is stuff that nobody's really talking about, and it kind of has us worried. Right, and the guys that should be talking about it, a.k.a., you know, the makers of the product, aren't. And if they would just come out, do some do some studies on it, you know, try to reassure the people that it's okay if it is. But I guess this brings us to our next point, and that is how do we how do we contain it or stop it from moving around like it like it is? 
So the biggest thing that a lot of people are pushing is there's this anti-drift that you can put in with the chemical, but it doesn't do a lot. And there's a lot of farmers out there that say it don't. So what Gap Farms is implementing this year is we have our own weather station that's connected via Wi-Fi that will give us up to date every, pretty much every 30 seconds to a minute on what the wind's doing, the average, the gust, and the direction. So every day, all summer, we're going to be looking for sprayers rolling near our farms, and we're going to know how fast the wind was, everything about it. And I think Don had a pretty good idea, if you want to elaborate on that. Yeah, and this weather station is a big deal. It's pretty awesome. Um, I guess another thing you could do if you're, you know, you're desperate, you see your neighbor across the fence pulling the sprayer out, getting ready to roll, and you're a little worried about your beans. Maybe you don't have the dicamba-traded beans. I don't know, you could throw some colored smoke bombs out there and see what the wind does with it. You know, if it's blowing across the fence on your on your property, you're going to be like, okay, let's pump the brakes a little bit here, neighbor. Don't, don't throw them at the farmer, though. I don't think you like that. Right, right. right. <laughs> and these are smoke bombs. These aren't yeah. grenades or anything, okay, guys? <laughs> let's not get crazy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's one thing you could do. I know we've talked to a lot of farmers and the ones we talked to, some plan on planting the dicamba-tolerant beans. Some aren't planning on it. And there's a lot of guys who don't know yet whether they want to or not. And that would be another way to kind of protect yourself is to plant the extend beans. But Sets and I kind of think that's, you know, kind of BS that you're being forced to plant a bean that you might not necessarily want to plant to protect your own farm. And because we're told to do it. Because we're told to do it by, you know, whoever, the Monsantos, whoever's making the products. And they're just, you know, you're, we're kind of being bullied into this. And that's not what it's about, you know. You, you shouldn't have to be bullied in. Plus, they're making you pay more for the trade than you might be paying for the bean that you want to plant. And, you know, that's just, it does not make economic, economic sense. To me, it's, it's just not right. So another thing to bring up here, and uh, we live next to a city of Sioux Falls, pretty good-sized city, and especially by some farms we farm, we have hops farms, we have vineyards, and there is now this Mm -hmm. big growing conversation about just conventional corn and beans. Because it's becoming more and more, you know, a popular choice of seed to plant now, especially given the harder economic times farmers are going through. So, yeah, that's a good point, Stetson. So, and I'm sure a majority of the news you hear about agriculture is food quality, food grade, and just, you know, how are farmers trying to contact with the consumers to plant and harvest a better food bean or corn or whatever it is. And it may not necessarily be good because if you got 80% of the farmers around your area spraying dicamba, your conventional beans or your vineyard or your hops, it's going to get destroyed. It's just going to get leveled. And there's a lot of farmers very worried about that. Not just egg farmers of corn and soybeans, but farmers of everything. I mean, we plant a lot of varieties around here. And it's just one of those things to think about. And we're not saying that it's all bad. You know, there's a lot of good farmers out there who are trying to make it right, who are trying to use a new chemical, but all it takes is one or two bad eggs and that whole bunch to ruin it for everybody. Right. And just, you know, it's just something you got to think about before you pretty much uh, jump in with two feet. Yeah, it's unfortunate that this product, you know, it's 
it's been turning some farmers against one another, neighbors against neighbors. And there's been some lawsuits the last the last few months, and there's going to be more to come, you know, in the years to follow, unless we can get something figured out. So, yeah, if you guys have any comments or questions or concerns or even what you guys are doing on your own farm to uh, see what's going on with Dicamba, just feel free to contact us. We have a Facebook page, gaffarms.com. And, uh, yeah, we have a blog section, and just hit us up. Explain it to me. We're on SoundCloud. And, yeah, that should uh, that should do it for this segment here. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a great day. Thank you.